All right, what's going on, people? Welcome to DFG Podcast number 14. I'm End Time, your host, and I have a full panel. There's a lot to talk about today, so I'm going to cut right to the chase. We got my brother from another mother, Dark Dad 99. He's playing Bloodstained Curse of the Moon on the Xbox. What's up, Jay? Talk to the people. In and out. What are you talking about, in and out? His brother, man. <laughs> we got Nate with us. What's going on, Nate? Talk to me. What's going on, people? How y'all doing? Chilling, chilling. Everybody is uh hunkering down. We'll get to that hey. here in a second. Hey brother, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm hearing you. What's going on? Okay, you on my end, you are like in and out. I cannot understand you. You don't hear yeah, a word I'm saying? Here. There we go. I can hear All you right. now. Okay, okay, no, cool. No, yeah. I mean, because I'm hearing myself on my headset and I'm sounding sexy as always, but that's okay. See, see, I need to satisfy you. Oh, 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 <laughs> There's only one man that can sound sexy, and that's me. So the don't take dad. my position, man. The dark dad. Dark. dark <laughs> all right, let's get. All let, you let need me, in your life. Let man. me get through this introduction, man. We got <laughs> one more person with us tonight. This is my brother, my flesh and blood brother here. The message, Javi, what's going on? Talk to the people. Corona free and paint the minis, baby. Look at this. Corona free. <laughs> I thought we, hey, it's the unmentionable, all right? So we not going to yeah. try to like yeah, yeah. No, know, just bring take... it up and whatnot. Oh, so, okay. You know. Hold on. Let's take the Resident Evil route. If you play Resident Evil, you just huh? call it the C-Virus. The C-Virus. Okay, I mean, you won't call As long we, as, you know, because there's this whole thing about not mentioning. But we all know the deal. But anyways, we ain't going to make it about that tonight. There's a lot to talk about, guys. And, um, you know, without jumping into this, I'm just going to say that our last episode, DFG Podcast, you can catch it now on YouTube.com forward slash drama free gaming and i've been waiting a long time to say that we got our own url thank you for everybody subscribing you guys have been tuning in you've been checking us out you've been giving us an opportunity and you seem to have been liking the content and here we go man no looking back now so catches there catches on mixer.com you can catch dark dad 99 as well he's a new school old school gamer um hit him up with some love man give him a follow on mixer as well and uh of course me on end time x e n d x t i m e x that is my gamer tag as well so uh gentlemen what have we been playing i'm gonna start from the top of my screen jay what have you been playing these days uh you know these days i've been bouncing around i started playing shadow of war an old goodie but a favorite to me and today if he hasn't announced it yet i am playing bloodstained curse of the moon for you guys it is mm -hmm. an old school it's a new school old school eight bit love fest reminds me of me so i hope you guys enjoy the gameplay and also resident evil 3 is right around the corner and i hope for those that uh like resident evil 2 remake resident evil 3 remake would be that much sweeter baby nice Make nice it nice I, I don't i don't like to be scared 
and I didn't play Resident Evil 2 Remake and Resident Evil 3 looks nice and just as scary if not more so I'll probably be skipping on it. Nate, what are you playing brother? And so I start off by, I got a cheap copy of Fallout 76. I heard there's an update where they're gonna add NPCs to it so it's gonna be basically like Fallout 4 Plus, you can see other players running around. Nice. I, so I decided to try it without the update first and see what was going on. Yeah, didn't like it. So, a little nostalgic. So, I actually popped in Skyrim and I was like, well, let me wander around and see what's going on. So, I've been playing some Skyrim. I've also recently got a PS4. So, I've been trying to take advantage of some of those exclusives over there and you nice. know just trying to experience that world see what's going on okay okay was this uh a second pickup of a ps4 or your first time with a ps4 this is my <laughs> yeah this is my second this is my third go around i actually with ps4 <laughs> okay okay all right yes all right guys and if uh you're tuning in and you're watching this um I've already picked up maybe two little breaks in the video, but you know, we think, and I'm suspecting that, you know, wherever you're from, check your internet from time to time, because I wouldn't put it past, you know, these companies trying to throttle our internet, especially during the times that we are uh, experiencing now. So, but so far, everything's looking good. Let's move on. Uh, Javi, the message. What have you been playing, bro? Well, um, I thought you would have been on this, but I've been on Ori. Oh, the burn. Shut up, Jay. <laughs> the burn. Ain't nobody ask you, bro. Focus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so, focused. You the one ain't focused. You ain't so playing what you, you play. without, without spoiling anything, did you play the first one, Javi? Yes, I did. I beat it. Okay, and cool. This second one is beautiful, just like the first. Nice. Um, fun. Okay. Um, after this, I'll be playing um some Resident Evil Two. Nice. Uh, Revelation with uh, yes, sir. Pa Paco boy, Paquito. Shout out, Paquito. All right. And um, I you know what? I might be playing some uh, Fallout 76 with Nate if there's a patch. There's okay. Okay. You know I have uh, Resident Evil Revelations, just so you know, Javi. Look at this brother ooh, recruiting. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, y'all can all you know get along, sing kumbaya, and all that other stuff. All right, fine. <laughs> anyway. Why you hate, man? Why you hate? I ain't, I ain't, nah. It's good. I tell you what. Out of out of all the Capcom games, I think that's probably probably the one I could stomach the most. I mean, I don't I don't dig Capcom games. But oh, you know what? One. You about to step in the ring, brother, because you uh -oh. don't talk about uh, Capcom. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> oh, I'm about to grab out the, the 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 hands of zombies are gonna grab you by your ankles and sick you, bring you down to doom, my son. Mm. Hey, I'll tell, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I like, I like the Resident Evils. I, I, I played Resident Evil 1 on, on the original PlayStation. Oh, a day with me and I will change your life about Capcom. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Uh, well, well I, there you all, go. All I see, all I see in Capcom is like a bunch of nonsense fighting games. That's, that's about it. Besides, um, mm. you know, Resident Evil, but 
you know, that's just me. I don't know what else they got. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, hey, I'm glad you playing Ori. Did you play Ori before or after I told you to play it? This the first one. No, I was playing Ori before. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. I heard, okay. I heard. No, I heard you mention Ori when the second one was coming out. And then I was like, oh, a second one. Okay okay. okay. okay, cool. You had already like jumped into it and beat it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yo, yeah. you a better man than me. I had started Ori and then left it and came back to it literally like two years later. So, but um, the good thing is it's on uh, Xbox Game Pass, so it's there, and so is uh, uh, the second Ori. So I haven't played it, and the reason I haven't played it is because I'm hearing that they're still patching it. Um, so I'm gonna give it a little bit of time. I, like Nate, have been on the uh, PS4, uh, PS4 Pro, and going back and playing through The Last of Us. It's my third playthrough. I never beat the game. Kept myself spoiler-free since 2013, I think, when the game came out. Uh, well, when it came out, yeah, when it came out. I believe it's 2013. Anyways, so been having fun, been streaming it. You can catch those. You know, if you like, I think I've done like nine sessions already. So we're going to beat it this time. So that's what we've been playing, man. So guys, talking about PS4, because I'm, or PlayStation in general, I'm not going to go through these topics, uh, you know, in order that I have them listed and whatnot. But uh, we finally got kind of sort of a review on the PlayStation five at least the specs <laughs> and uh <laughs> who's laughing nate <laughs> nate is laughing yeah <laughs> nate uh myself and jay we were uh in the previous dfg podcast episode which was not an episode we were just mad through the entire time that mark cerny took the stage i think it was about an hour and it wasn't just us it was uh, over 200,000 people tuned in uh, to check out the reveal, quote unquote, of the PlayStation 5. And we did not get an actual look or reveal of the console. What we got was a uh, developer's talk from Mark Cerny, who is arguably a genius. He's the architect of PlayStation. But... um. What was that all about? Now that we've kind of like processed it, uh, Nate, I'm gonna go to you. What, what, what was that all about? No, I honestly don't really know. I was, I watched some of the Xbox stuff and literally I was excited from the Xbox talk. I was like, oh my God, this is gonna be awesome. You know, you felt like, wow, something good is coming. After just watching that, that PlayStation one, I just kind of like left it saying like, what, what was that? Like, literally it felt like i went to best buy and the guy who knows nothing about computers he's filling in in the computer <laughs> section and he basically was just reading me the spec card next to the price and said yeah so that's why you should buy this item wow like that's literally how i felt <laughs> yeah jay I, I mean i'm not gonna try to express how you express yourself <laughs> how you feeling afterwards <laughs> after you process that but processing there's no such thing there it was, was garbage. it was garbage 
it how do you feel? How you feeling about the? Uh, and this is my opinion, guys. Again, as a gamer, how do you feel about the uh, damage control? You know, there's a lot of people out there. A lot of um, you know, uh, reputable reviewers, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, whatever you want to call them. Um, in their own respect, you know, trying to see the the bright side. Um, a lot of damage control. Well, how do you feeling about that? No such thing. Either you like it or you don't. And I didn't like it. <laughs> I don't care about the fluff. If I wanted a fluffer, I'd read it. Otherwise, keep it moving. Javi, did you get a chance to like even hear or see anything about, you know, this uh, announcement? Nah, negative. You didn't get a I chance. I don't really follow uh, PlayStation stuff. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Well, PlayStation, you know, a lot of people spoke about how it wasn't. PlayStation didn't really specify that this was going to be a a Mark Cerny GDC talk because GDC got canceled because of the unmentionable one. And, Hold on, for um, those for, for those who don't know who GDC is or what GDC is. Break it down for them. the the game developers conference is just a one of the many events throughout the year that unfortunately has been canceled. Um, you know we understand why, but the game developers conference is where you get game developers, people in the industry. You get a lot of uh, indie companies, anyone and everyone who is pretty much in in the development of the tech that you and I enjoy. They get there and they discuss you know specs. And that's what Mark Cerny did um, from PlayStation 5. He got on stage and it was a spec talk. Uh, a lot of good information, but if you're not a tech person, uh, or more importantly, if you're a gamer and you was expecting, like a lot of people were expecting, a reveal of games of the console, um, you didn't get that. And you left highly upset <laughs> highly upset um was it a mistake what do you no. think nate was it a mistake that should they have like rethought the plans i don't know if there is a plan at this time excuse me no uh and as as you stated before and i'm gonna cut them this much slack which is not a lot with the unmentionable a lot of people are being forced to wing it and develop extra senses if you will with that being said they weren't they weren't at all prepared um it kind of just looks like oh wow great movie great cast but you know what we lost budget after the second scene so let's go ahead and wrap it up with 300 dollars. basically that was it you know i mean do you think it, it was something that i'm pretty sure that you know was planned but then it was just like it was just rushed and it was not what it was supposed to be now do you think that presentation the talk that mark cerny was giving in front of that because i don't think it was a live audience of like four people um <laughs> you know at least what they showed and it was like silhouettes it kind of like looked like uh what's that movie um home alone <laughs> when he had the like the cardboard cutouts and whatnot anyways um it, it wasn't live do you think that that was live or you think it was pre-recorded no it's hard to it was hard to tell but i it, it's possible it could have been pre-recorded i mean look 
I, I I wouldn't put it past them if they uh, if they blacked out a little section of a studio or a warehouse and just said, hey, let's just do it here, hmm. and they won't know the difference. Looking looking from the camera, you can't tell the difference that we're shooting it in our warehouse. You know what I mean? Stuff like hmm. that. Um, you know, which I I have a term when I use when companies do that, I, I call it that's very WWE ish. Mm. Uh, you know, that's a burn. That's you need to you need to elaborate on that. <laughs> elaborate on that. You a, a wrestling fan? WWE World Wrestling Entertainment is infamous for trying to pull the wool over the fans' eyes. Okay. And it's so. But if you're a a real fan of WWE, you know you're checking other channels that you know all the background information. So you can you you're like oh I can't believe that they actually just did that. The funny thing is that WWE knows that you know that they're gonna do it, but they're still gonna do it anyway, and say you know what maybe they won't figure it out, but mm -hmm. we know they're gonna figure out, and they're infamous for doing this at live events. Um, just to give a brief without not getting opening up a can of worms. Uh, for instance, um, right now because of the unmentionable they're filming all their live events at the performance center so literally they're holding a wrestling show with no audience there mm. and they're right. and they're doing things now the big talk is about wrestlemania and they're going to try and pull they're going to try and w they're going to they're going to be wwe-ish and mm -hmm. they're going to try and sell people a wrestlemania show and just hope that everybody forgets that this wrestlemania is going to be a, in an empty auditorium and it's not going to have it's going to have zero the effect mm. as what it always has had every year but they're still selling it at the same price and they're being wwe-ish wow you know they're refusing to back down and so that's what i mean by sony pulling a move like eh, we'll pull the wool over their eyes but who cares they're still going to buy it they're mm. being wwe-ish Wow, if, you know, if I, could, if I could just touch on that, yeah, go ahead. Um, you know, coming coming from you know the wrestling, uh, the love of wrestling myself. Um, was it was it like the time when WCW was more popular than WWE? They they had to, uh, their camera shots were all like low because they couldn't fill the upper decks of the stadiums uh, with fans. So that's that's like pulling a, a WWE, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That sounds right. <laughs> Camera tricks and everything, just it's, just right. to because you're just hoping that in some mystical way they're gonna forget about it. You know, it's the uh, it's the mall cop illusion that I'm putting my hand to my left side and turning at the right angle when you can't tell if it's a flash or if it's a gun. <laughs> brother said more cop <laughs> but yeah it's 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 a lot of smoke and mirrors um and wow so so let me so this is just gonna be a general question anybody want to jump in all three y'all can answer so is sony and this is from a gamer's perspective is sony just riding high off of the ps4 success that they pretty much are like you know what we don't got to give nothing to nobody 
we're just gonna follow our course of action and do what we're gonna do like whatever or is it that they really don't have a plan in place like what is it or maybe something else talk to me people go ahead nate i'll let you start off i'll go last i i think it could be a legit um honestly it, it could be a little bit of both a little bit of it could be them not being planned at the same token i do think that it's them also writing the coattail of those previous successes um they're you know they're one of those companies that you know put it this way when you're as confident as that as a company you don't care anymore about pleasing people because you know you're gonna get your dollars regardless um for instance walmart uh once was gonna build a store somewhere and they told them no you can't you're gonna have to plant trees walmart said i don't want to buy uh you know i don't want to do that so they said okay well since you don't want to do that well then you we're gonna fine you for every tree that you pull up walmart just pulled out their checkbook and said here's a check because for them it's like dang like we don't care like we're gonna get money regardless like this ain't gonna affect us and i just think it's just the same thing with playstation like they just they you know maybe they're not you know maybe they're so confident in their product that it's like man it ain't even a competition uh you know uh i'm gonna razzle uh J you know uh jay's feathers a little bit it's like Iver not alan iverson saying come on practice so <laughs> <laughs> that ain't rough with my feathers that's funny <laughs> i mean i understand I, I understand there's a thing that's you know it's confidence okay your confidence in your product your confidence in your pedigree man i'm i'm even gonna say it again as a gamer and i've said it here many times i prefer the xbox console because that's where all my friends are at that's where i play you know i just i just prefer it um but playstation has the pedigree i mean they got the exclusive games um you know that's the reason why i picked up a ps4 pro to go get those experiences and i'm having a lot of fun with it but um there's a thing you know that goes beyond just being confident like like right now i don't care how much damage control is out there as a gamer and if i preferred playstation right now i'm starving like all i got is a logo and a mark cerny gdc talk that's all i got no reveal of games and i said it at the end of the last podcast i'm concerned like it doesn't seem like playstation got a plan and if they do they're rolling it out real slow and so far they're like oh for two oh for three that's not a good average what, what no, do you think what do you guys think talk to me well i'm gonna I'm a be I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a come with it then since everybody seems like they scared to talk. I'm gonna make it very simple and very efficient. PlayStation 1, success. PlayStation 2, success. PlayStation 3, success. PlayStation 4 speaks for itself. They just being idiots at this point. I think you said it the best. They riding the coattails off previous things that they accomplished. And at the end of the day, it hasn't helped their side or story, not one bit. It's hurt them. But if you're a techie, and there are a lot of there are a lot of 
gamers that are tech heads, it was tech porn. I mean, legit, it was tech porn. They, I mean, if that was your thing, you got off on it. So, so you have uh, no concerns for the PlayStation. You think they're all right, even though yeah. they've only shown a logo and a Mark Cerny GDC talk. That's it. That's it. The only reason I say that mm -hmm. is very simple. They the ones with the information. All we can do is sit back and wait on it. Interesting. You know, why, 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 why would you care if you have the info? If I mm -hmm. know something you don't, okay. That means that at the end of the day, when we're ready to break out what we need to break out, you'll know about it. So I'm going to let Javi jump in here, but I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to let Javi say whatever he needs to say. That doesn't sound like real consumer friendly. Doesn't sound like, you know, you're putting your your fans like ahead of your own interests. It's like, y'all going to follow us. Y'all going to buy our machine, our games, because we got you. I mean, that's what it sounds to me. Hobby, what were you going to say? That's exactly, that's exactly what I was going to touch on. The big three have nothing to worry about because there's always going to be gamers and there's always going to be success. You know, um, whether, like you said, whether you have uh, friends in the console or whether you're a loner gamer that just likes, you know, to do online they, or, 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 or offline stuff, there's there's a system for you you know regardless of age gender or whatever so they're not gonna lose out you know it, it boils down to dollars and cents they're always gonna make the dollar so i don't think they're worried about um showing or proving anything to us because we're just gonna eat anything that they throw at us honestly mm. Mm. yeah it go ahead go ahead it, it it just makes the most sense and those people that don't like it you haven't been following the game long enough hmm. i mean that's just what it is it yeah, sucks I mean, it's, yeah but it is what it is it, it is it is it is what it is you know the the thing that makes me uh laugh is you know in 2013 right that was the release of the ps4 and the xbox right the xbox one and when you go back to that what was it that xbox caught heat for aside from them being dumb and packaging the connect being what a hundred dollars more than the playstation um oh you're oh, you talking about the games that once you put in the game it's bound to your system and, well and I mean, but Remember we were talking about resolution? Remember that oh, there was the whole the whole argument? That's that's what it really rested on. It was like, oh, the Xbox only plays 720. I can play in 1080. You remember that? I remember that. Right? That was that was the gauge, the measurement of power right that that was the whole with the council quote-unquote wars rested on it was like and it was stupid because if you put the specs <laughs> of one machine next to the other you would see that there was like minimal 
okay minimal differences and it was the whole argument was like i can play five games on my playstation 4 at 1080 you could only play two on your xbox at 1080 <laughs> you know it, it was it was it was really stupid to be honest um you know eventually ps4 just kept hitting it out of the park with the games because we got three things that have not been um revealed yet that's the price um the release date and what else price release date and games really like you know i'm talking about full-blown montage of here are the games that are coming for this next gen console um well so, so those three things well there's more than that because i I did a little follow-up reading and read a couple of sites, and the one thing I want to know about Sony is very simple. I want them to bring back, you know, their old-school games. I mean, it's what it was, and it is looking like yeah. the only thing they'll be able to backwards be backwards compatible is PlayStation 4. Not 1, 2, or 3, just 4. No, let's and be they, specific. Let's be they specific. They said the top 100 of the most played ps4 games okay <laughs> it's not not all your ps4 games and i think that even since that announcement they've walked that back and said oh no we're gonna be able to play ps3 ps2 ps1 games now how they're gonna do it all i know is that they are way behind in the backwards compatibility uh, department because Xbox has been working on this for a long time. And PlayStation I, now is when they're like, oh, we need to jump on this. You know, and all it takes for them to make a comeback, you can play any PlayStation 1, 2, or 3 game on our system. Done. So you think... So let me ask you guys, you think that's actually going to happen or are they going to give us a couple of limited games like PS4 games that we can play on our PS5, but the rest of them, you're going to have to like maybe subscribe to like PS Now or something or whatever their uh, cloud service is going to be once they get that up and going? They'd be stupid if they didn't. That okay. would be the worst but I'm saying, ever. But, but what I'm asking is, do you think that they're going to make all their games, all of them, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4 games mm -hmm. compatible and accessible on the PlayStation 5 and moving forward? Or do you think they're going to WWE us and say, oh, yeah, <laughs> we're going to give you these games, but... You don't have to subscribe in order to play your PlayStation 1 games, PlayStation 2 games, mm -hmm. PlayStation 3 games, and mm -hmm. the PlayStation 4 games that we, you know, deemed are not worthy because we're only going to give you a hundred of the top most played games. What do you think is going to happen? Probably a subscription service. Just makes the yeah. most sense. Why? They're going to do that because... The thing about it is, is that they can't, they're giving away a lot. Like, and, and if you think about it, so well, they're not okay, giving away anything. It, but no, 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 no. I'm saying if you make it complete backwards compatible, 
that means that everywhere those games are being sold all of a sudden now they go up but guess what who gets that money all the retro shops that have ps2 games still all the pawn shops that have ps2 games gamestop might say okay we're taking these out the warehouse and we're gonna put them back in the store because now there's value in it Wrong. and we're gonna jump or the price up so business. all these companies are gonna be making money off of making it backwards compatible but if they say hold up if we do subscription base we charge we do a subscription we keep the money for ourselves well first off most companies most collectors they already make those little stores rich so you know that's already a null argument because if you want the game you're gonna buy it that's or yeah, you can be true. like me and ride the seven seas <laughs> so, so, so let me jump in there so where's the uproar as to sony you know not being customer friendly serving the customer because xbox says hey if you got og xbox or xbox 360 and you own the game you can just slip that disc in your system and it's there it's yours and if what, you what, where's the uproar? It, you can buy it. I don't understand where if, the uproar is coming from. And if you don't have it, you can buy it. Cause I just bought Soul Jam and Earl. Uh huh. And that's like so beautiful, right? You know, cause cause that just brought back happy times. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they they need to just sign like that. Not necessarily subscription for all the PlayStation 1 games and then another subscription for all the PlayStation 2 games but individuals I think that's where they'll they'll make their, their most if you know each game a dollar, a dollar here a dollar there that's million dollars later you know and it's on how many customers how many customers does Sony have Maybe exactly one million. I mean over exactly. so, over what so if you if you sell a game for five dollars, just five dollars, and you got five million subscribers, you do the math. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's always about making that dollar. What what I'm comparing here is the way that Xbox has gone about it since since Phil Spencer came in. Let's be fair, you know, and they started developing game services you know like game pass um putting day and date their first party games on game pass bringing in a lot of titles from third party developers that you know i mean to see like doom not doom eternal but doom 2016 um you know other games from bethesda uh madden was on there i mean to see these games on game pass for subscribers that's a big deal. I would love to see PlayStation do that, but I'm not confident that they're going to. I think they're going to lock their their exclusive games um, for as long as they can. They're not going to put them day and date on like a Game Pass service. Maybe I'm wrong. What do y'all think about that? Uh, I'll let you two young brothers handle that. <laughs> what do you think? You think there'll be a day? that will still be alive as gamers that will see PlayStation pretty much copy and paste what Game Pass is and do it on the PlayStation? Of course. Okay. Of course. 
What, what is it? Uh, uh, it, it, it the words, the words, I, I can't get the words right now, but it, it's, it's, each one ripping off the, the, the other one is not, that's nothing, you know, if you're smart about it, you take what's best of your competitors and you just make it your own. You can't copyright that, you know, so they're gonna have to have some kind of subscription. Alright, I think Javi like died off there at the end. You still with us, Javi? Yeah, yeah. Okay, here. okay. So yeah, so so Hobby thinks that you know they're gonna have day and date eventually. They'll go that route or something similar. Yeah, I mean you know at the end of the day we gotta remember also these are companies looking to make money. At the end of the day, how they go about it, that's another thing. Do you think? And and I'm gonna move on from this PlayStation thing because I don't wanna keep talking about it. Um, I think a lot of other people you know have covered it this and that. Um, look up uh digital foundry they've made uh not only videos of uh xbox they went out to redmond um invited by xbox to check out the uh, xbox series x specs they got deep dives into that they actually make it to where you could understand it um and the same with the playstation as far as the specs because again we haven't seen a console we've only got a logo and the mark cerny um gdc talk you know, so that's all we got. But if you're interested, you could look further into that. But let me ask you guys before we move on to the next thing. Just kind of like cell phones, you know, you're either Apple or you're Android. Do you think that it's the same way with game consoles? Are we already like to the point where you're either locked into one or the other? And maybe that's why these companies can afford quote unquote to think the way that they are thinking like hey we already got our customers locked they ain't going nowhere we can do whatever we want well there are a lot of diehard guys that are either sony or microsoft i know a lot of sony yeah. cats that can't stand xbox and go burning hey xbox and go die like okay but i'm a <laughs> i'm a i'm gonna play the game regardless of the fact i'm just saying but you'll always have two opposing sides y'all always have people who want to spend their money their way which is fine how you spend your money is your business but at the end of the day you'll never be able to satisfy everybody that's been proven and it'll never change anybody else want to chime in honestly uh, i most, mean you most families now have dual consoles you know, yeah, I agree with Jay. You know, there are some, some dieharders out there, but even the diehard uh, Xbox people, you know, game on their computers, you know, only because they can. So, there's, there's, there's I think there's more uh, people out there that I got dual consoles or, or even the, the big. Nate, you want to say something? I mean, I agree with them. I mean, they, they basically said it. I mean, it's, there are some, you know, I, I think that it is kind of a, I, you know, 
you can own two systems, but you can't own two phones. I mean, I'll, well, 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 yes, you can. And there's some other stuff. <laughs> nah, I corrected. I corrected. But the difference is, is that, um, I think most people will have two systems because they enjoy having the best of both worlds. But you do have those diehard. I mean, I know people to this very day. Like I tell them, why don't you get an Xbox? Oh, X? No, I hate Xbox. Like, don't ever say a curse word around me again. And you still have a lot of people like that who are just diehard, you know, PlayStation. I mean, I don't see it. I'm be honest. I don't see why. But I mean, there are some people out there. You know, I have my, I have both systems, but I have my own theory on that. You know, mm. but um, I think there's always going to be, there's always going to be those people out there who are diehard, just like how there's people out there who swear up and down that you know apple is the best phone ever made and it's just like bro they're made by the same company at the end of the day like well now they're made in the same country is what you meant to say i'm oh. hoping i can't worms but yeah you're right yeah no <laughs> look, i mm -hmm. yeah i'm look i'm just calling it like it is man i'm i'm if, if you don't like what i got to say tough but that's just the way it is oh, all right wrong with that you know, right, it's, well. we know what they made. Everybody and their mama knows what they made. I hear, I, mean, I hear you guys. I'm, I'm gonna move the, the topic along, you know. Um, but yeah, I think we spoke our piece on it. Like I said, who knows? At the end of the day, I think, and I'm gonna put my two cents in. Yeah, gamers are gonna own multiple consoles if they can, if they wanna play uh certain games i personally wish that um you know maybe uh xbox and playstation would take a page out of nintendo and um you know give us something like these nintendo direct reveals where they just come out with some half hour pre-recorded show and just show me games you know D don't talk to me about specs don't talk to me about you know all this other stuff it's fine i'm a I'm a kind of a sort of tech head. I like that stuff. But at this stage of the game, what's going to sell me is going to be your games. And if that game is on that console, I might not run out day one to get it. But eventually, I'm going to see myself there. So, anyways. Next thing. Um, I think this would be fun for us to just chat about for a little bit. We don't have to like stay on it for too long. And it's been known already for maybe two weeks. E3 got canceled um, <laughs> along with a bunch of other uh, shows. And wow, you know, I want to just ask you guys, do you guys have any fond memories of E3? I've never been to the show live, but I have some fond memories of us tuning in together and, you know, joking around, chatting um, while we anticipated reveals anybody got anything to say about uh you know how y'all feel do you are y'all gonna miss it or is no big deal well you know it ain't no big deal man. jay said ain't no big deal okay it's he, not. Ain't, he ain't nostalgic for e3 they don't care <laughs> oh, oh look look man just like we get our news through any any other source we gonna get it all the same Microsoft can hold an online conference, so we can hold an online conference, and Nintendo's been doing it before both of them. I doubt we're going to miss it. 
So I'm, I'm not holding my breath. It ain't nothing but a thing to me. I know it sounds cold and callous, but so does life. Life sucks. It is what I it mean, is. I e mean, E3 could E3 could easily be a pay-per-view spot. You know, you you don't need people going into a building and you know walking around looking at wait what's behind it. It could easily just be pay-per-view. It's not like it's Comic Con. You know, Comic Con got like the artists, you get the autographs, you get you know celebrities and things like that. It's a whole bunch of different things. Like really, like E3 yeah. is not not that you know. Besides, it's I more of a spectacle than a game show anyway. Yeah, I don't that's see what it's become. I don't see, I don't see E3 sure. selling out as fast as, as you know, like things like Comic Con and stuff because of the variety, you know. All right, I'll give you that. I will give you that in a heartbeat. So what about you, Nate? You wanted to jump in there and say anything about that? I agree. I mean, uh, as, as for memories, I just remember, um, I think Gears of War is my fondest memory uh, just because um, Gears is kind of a fan favorite on the Xbox. Uh, a lot of people love it. And I do remember like those E3 moments. It's like, oh, man. And I know for me, every E3, I'm waiting for them to announce like, oh, there's going to be a Splinter Cell. I got to see it. I got to see it. And then I'm let down. Um, but I agree with Jay and Javi. Like, I don't honestly see it as a crippler as much, you know, a crippler. I think, you know, as we talked about gaming and we talked about, um, you know, just what everybody's doing you'll always have access to that information. I mean, there's trailers out for games that are not even out yet. And without us even seeing on E3, is this, you get a little extra trailer and you get to hear somebody talk or maybe play a little demo and show you. Um, will it hurt? No, but there's other avenues in this day and age to see it. But I think once before, uh, before we became so information savvy, if you will, um it was definitely something that people you know look forward to and that's gotcha. another thing that gets me nate um it, everything's a trailer you know there's no actual gameplay in most of these things you know it's yeah. like oh, i want to see meat you know i want to yeah. see you know someone with a controller and bust through half a level you know even if it's level one well, let's talk about it. Since we on the subject of E3 and Javi, I hate to cut you off. No, Do no, you guys no. remember when Anthem was Anthem came out at E3? Oh man, why are we bringing Anthem back up? Because <laughs> because when Anthem was released on E3, what did we get? Great gameplay. Oh my God, that looks awesome. And then you know we got the the comical. Let's get this scripted thing going on real quick with everybody and. That was garbage. And I don't think that the Anthem quote-unquote reveal at E3 was gameplay. It was running on a high-end PC. It was a trailer. It wasn't somebody with a controller in their hand playing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is so, what it is. I mean, you know, I'm just saying for clarity's sake, like, because there's been games like um, Uncharted, Tomb Raider, that have been played on stage god of war division um you know yeah i think 
I don't remember division, but anyways, but I'm saying that these were some of the times that these games I just mentioned were actually played and then what we got was what we actually saw in that little snippet um with you guys pretty much saying what you said about e3 that you know we can get the information through streaming we know that now um so all these companies are gonna do this their own presentations you know they're gonna stream it whatever the event's gonna be is e3 coming back next year or is e3 done it'll be back too much money invested. Really? Interesting. Yeah, yeah it's, it'll be it's, back. Yeah. it's all about right. the money. Yeah. Right. They they it'll also sell them tickets. Yeah, so it's all about the dollar. So long as they can make a dollar. Get, you you get people from around the world to go to these things. And it's it's not it's not only for us as the fans, it's for you know, people who who, who make prostitutes. And, and new things for computers and everything else, you know, that that's probably the draw is. It's not so much in in players, you know, like us. Right. So so y'all all agree that it's gonna come back then. E3's not dead. Oh, it's absolutely business, not. It's a business platform. How's it gonna come back? I mean too many celebrities involved, too much money involved. Well I mean, let me let what me play is. devil's advocate you know we had ea that was there but they really weren't there because they wasn't at the e3 event um you had xbox in their own theater playstation has missed i mean they wasn't gonna go this year but they didn't go last year either so it's two years in a row they pulled out nintendo the same thing so you guys are still saying that E3 is going to come back, but how's it going to look? In what capacity? Who's going to be there? Like Celebrities. I said, like I said, E3 is going to be for geeks, the computer geeks, the behind the scenes people. It's going to be one big business conference. It's not It's not going to be for, for, for gamers. It's not. Okay. All right. I mean, uh, I guess we're going to have to... Wait He's and see. Them, look at, <laughs> if I could, yeah. look at one thing that was interesting. And let's talk about um, Keanu Reeves promoting that <laughs> game. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. he's in it. Right. right? Mm -hmm. Look at how the fans got to draw. Oh, my God, it's Keanu Reeves. We don't know what else he did there. If he was signing, if he gave away signed posters, whatever. But let's say for say sake that that happened they got a sign poster from him now we have and then they missed it this year right now you've you're creating a void of saying that you're not missing anything but what could you really be missing you know if, if superstars are act actors basketball players you know who names it and he's not the first one because i mean uh, we got dude who was in crack out crackdown too. Mm -hmm. uh, Terry Crews. Right. Yes. I mean, all these, all there are actors in in video games, and they've mm -hmm. been making guest appearances for a while. But if that's something that they start hitching on, and you start seeing more of that, then now E3 becomes a well, like Javi used a Comic Con event 
where they're going to say, oh, well, see your favorite actor because he's going to be in this game, you right. know? And again, that's WWE-ish because they have a fan access also where you not only buy a ticket to go to WrestleMania, but if you buy fan access, then before WrestleMania, you stand in a very long line just to see, you know, five random wrestlers. You don't know who that's going to be, but guess what? It could be it could be Seth Rollins, it could be Roman Reigns, it could be Goldberg, for all you know. So you're going to pay for that suspense because you don't know mm -hmm. who's there. So think about it. At E3, it's like if you create that mist over their eyes, like, hey, what stars could be here this year? Mm -hmm. You know, Honestly, though, then they, um, they... obviously it's some money making. That can't that can't happen only because um, E3 only previews the now, if they had a copy of the game and you can get the autographs of these people on your copy of the game, that would be the difference. Because what makes MegaCon a success is that comic books, pictures with them, you know, poster, there's this voice actor, you know, uh, my little team of voice <laughs> actors who only start in star trek you know the next generation so you got multiple people in multiple capacities and and, and there's physical things that people can go and get an exclusive that they can see there's no e3 exclusive anything like you can't go over there and say oh the new uh, the new need for speed is coming out uh we're gonna give you a pair of racing gloves autographed by you know you know whoever you know <laughs> Because nobody's gonna go for that. They, they would if it an exclusive Need for Speed actual game that you can get autographed. You know, The Rock or whoever else from Fast and Furious or whatever. That's the difference. And and the big video game companies are not gonna pay out to print out posters that they're gonna throw out at the end of the day mm. or anything else. Good point. Good point. Something that makes me That's think. Really good point. Something that makes me think about, uh, and Javi, you touched upon it about having an actual physical copy of something. Um, I'm thinking about the content creators, the indie content creators. You know, these these smaller, uh, you know, developers that this is their bread and butter. Like this is how they get exposure. You know. Um, What's going to happen with that? Ah. You know, just just say it. Minecraft. Minecraft yeah. could hold its own in E3. It could. Right now, I'm staring at a Minecraft plushie of a black cat that I bought my wife a couple years ago. And it's like, <laughs> they can just mass produce anything. Plushies, keychains, anything and just go sit at E3 and not even have a new game or an expansion for Minecraft. Just sit in a corner and sell like crazy much. But, but Minecraft is not an indie company. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but no, they, start, they started as a... Mahjong they, started as a Chinese indie company. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then they got they that just, Microsoft money behind them. But I'm talking about the little companies that haven't gotten the exposure... I mean, if Minecraft wouldn't have been, wouldn't have had a platform, quote unquote, to be discovered, 
you know, an E3, one of these shows, we might not have a Minecraft today. True, but at the same time, at the end of the day, it's all the same. Like, you can ask this question 800 different times, and it always end up at the same answer. E3 is just a show for them to make money. It's sad, it hurts, but I don't know how else to say it. They so turned we, it into that. So we all agree, it's it's coming back. It's not going away. E3 will be back, and we'll be in front of our TV screens, anticipating the show, and hopefully not being disappointed like we've been the last two years. <laughs> if, they, if, they, if they smart, we won't be disappointed. Right. But that's up, maybe not, that's up maybe to not gaming companies. Maybe not sitting in front of the TV or, or, or even bothering <laughs> to watch it, but reading about it, you know, <laughs> later on, mm. uh, on, you know, on some social media platform. Right. You know, because it's not going to be for us anymore. Gotcha. All right. Well, interesting, man. I mean, I, I, you know, it's like you got two sides of the coins there. Like, yeah, we're going to get our news because that's the age we live in. And I agree with you guys 100%. You know, we can get it through mass media different channels different services but then the flip side of it is it ain't going nowhere because it's an industry and somebody somewhere is gonna make money on it even if the show becomes something totally foreign to what we know or we've experienced oh absolutely yeah i agree i agree with that all right did you guys hear about well, first of all, do you guys know the 2K company? Visual Concepts. There you go. And how do you know Visual Concepts? NBA 2K. NBA okay. 2K started his life at Dreamcast 1999. September 9th, 1999, Visual Concepts released a game called NBA, NFL 2K. NFL 2K absolutely surprised the market. With the realism that, you know, John Madden wasn't doing. They did everything John Madden didn't do. Except John Madden had the money to, you know, take the market. Well, and I remember that it was $20. That was at the uh, yep. the final year. Brand, but brand new, you can pick up an NFL simulation fully licensed game that rivaled, and in my opinion was better than Madden. Oh, there are people that tell you right yeah. now that NFL 2K was better than Madden. There are people tell you now that NFL 2K oh, is still better than Madden today. <laughs> people still swear NFL by 2K NFL 2K is what got me in the NBA 2K. Right, right. NFL and 2K. because NBA 2K killed live, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So 2K and the NFL are back in the news kind of sort of because to make you know a long story short 2k is not going to be putting out a simulation to rival madden you know madden and the nfl are still in bed you know they're still going to be faithful to one another and they're going to be the one and only as far as like exclusive simulation but 2k is going to be putting out kind of like a street style game at least that's the buzz how y'all feeling about that what they making Ooh. another blitz? Maybe. That, miss NBA, that, NFL that's, Street. That's the buzz. It's gonna. It's not. Two K's not putting out a simulation. Let's get that straight, because a lot of people 
jumped on the announcement and said, oh, 2K is back, Madden is dead, blah, blah, blah. And I even got excited. But when I dug a little bit more, it was specific that 2K said that they were not going to be making a simulation, that that's still Madden's arena. But NFL has, you know, kind of done a little side deal there. And who knows? What do you expect? I expect maybe like a blitz type game. How y'all feeling about that? NFL Street was a bomb. I love NFL Street. Only you would like NFL Street. <laughs> you ain't like you know uh, Street? You ain't like Street, no. Jay? Why not? Are you a hardcore simulation? You don't like a no, arcade like style? Yeah. I'm a blitz man. You know? Oh, blitz. Okay. Don't 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 bite on blitz. Okay. That's okay. What they did. Uh, blitz was the one where you could like jump off sides and like suplex the other guy, right? If he did a touchdown or something. Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> oh, blitz. Blitz. Yeah. Other game like blitz. What was it? Uh. Face breaker. Face breaker. Okay, I remember. But it, but Jay's right about that. Blitz was like, that was fun. I remember playing Blitz. It's a lots of fun. Yeah, it's it's really good. So 2K is back in the NFL kind of realm. Who knows if they make a game and it's popular enough, they hit it off with the fans. Who knows? Look at what MLB, the show, uh, it's now on the Nintendo Switch, on the Xbox, because MLB told PlayStation, hey, you want to keep making games and selling it on your system? You're going to have to make it for the Xbox and for the Switch. That's the only way you're going to keep the license. So, <laughs> you know. We thought the day would never come, but there it is. So when you boot up your MLB, what, 2021? I guess it'll be next season. Um, it's going to have a PlayStation logo. <laughs> you know, it's going to boot up on your Xbox Series X, and it's going to say PlayStation somewhere <laughs> in there. But you're going to be playing MLB The Show. So, I mean, The Show has probably, probably been one of the best baseball games I've ever seen. I've, yeah. I've owned a couple of them, and I've never been disappointed. Yeah, the show is dope. I don't think there's any other uh, baseball that I would play out there. Now, I'm not a baseball fan, but I definitely uh, recommend the show to, to anyone and everyone. It's, it's legit. Year after year, the game gets better and better. So, what's going on, Paco Boy is in the chat on Mixer. Everybody say hello to Paco Paquito. What's up, young man? I don't know how long that brother been there, but uh, I just looked over and, and saw it. Let's see, at 821, what time is it now? No, at 1021? Oh, about a minute. Ooh. He just jumped on. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So that's 2K. I'm going to catch you I'm gonna catch you on that Resident Evil soon. Yeah. Uh, I've, been, I've, been, I've been pitching people to get that game. Nobody, nobody wants to listen to me. It's no not that game. nobody wants to listen to you, man. It's just, you know. You've been talking to the wrong people. That's what it is. Nah, I'm talking to y'all. Y'all just don't hear me. Well, <laughs> now you got you got some semi fans here that are willing to play with you now, Jay. So feel some of that love. 
Feel some of that love. No, I don't want that kind of love. I don't need no grown man rubbing up on me. Y'all keep that. All right, let me let me chat about something else. So, it's what's the day? March twenty fourth. I think today, today's the twenty fourth. Um, I think today was the day, if I'm not mistaken, that uh, Ghost Recon was going to release its uh, new and improved immersion uh, gameplay. Did y'all hear about that? Uh-huh. You ain't hear about that. You've been out of the loop that long, huh? <laughs> so here it is. Here it is in a nutshell. Ghost Recon uh, went back to the drawing board and you're going to still be able to play with the gear score implemented. But a lot of people in the Ghost Recon community were not happy with that. So now the immersion is going to allow you to play without gear score. So, you know, no more gear score like in the division. And uh, I don't know if there's any other real changes to it. I know there's some uh, splinter cell stuff that's in there now. Uh, some missions kind of like what, what they did with... Uh, you ain't hear about that? You surprised at this, Nate? Wait, talk to me, you Nate. Said splinter cell and I got up. I got yes, to, to, yes, to you better look it in. up, brother. I guess you're not, you know, you don't have the pulse on it, your finger on the pulse, but Sam Fisher is in uh, Ghost Recon, and, um, yep. I'm loading yeah. it in right now. He's in there, and you're going to be running some missions, there's going to be some new classes, uh, and like I said, this immersion mode might be good to go, like, you know, I'm going to check it out, I, you know, coming from the Division, really didn't care for the gear score in ghost recon i think it was out of place but it didn't bother me because i played the division but uh paco says we need four to retry that raid yeah we do and so i don't know how this immersion mode is going to better the experience worsen the experience if it's gonna even mean anything to be honest uh as far as getting into the raid and all these other activities but there's some changes. There's a changes are coming. So I don't know. It seems like you guys got caught off guard by me uh, mentioning this. Well, I'm going to say this. Just you, a Splinter Cell Spark. Well, you guys have played Ghost Recon more than I have. And you guys have actually done the raid. So I want to hear what your opinions are at this point. Because even I'm kind of like, hey. Come on now. Don't give me no so, data. No, so, so, all right, so Ghost Recon, but in order, let's set the, let's set the pace with, uh, with the first one, right? Um, the first one was really good. Um, no complaints with, uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, no complaints at all. Um, they added enough, a lot of stuff that we still haven't even embarked on, like, um, it's crazy how packed that game is. Um, like really while like breakpoint, it felt like that, but I think that gear score thing, it kind of, you know, it, it kind of muzzled the, uh, it kind of muzzled the feeling for it a little bit. And I think in doing that, it's a good thing that they took it off because, um, it, I wasn't, I mean, I liked it, but it just kind of, 
felt a little nostalgic, you know, like basically, hey, this is like division all over again, fight to get to this gear score. And then we do this raid or do this thing together. One thing I can add to it is, and Javi can probably put input on this, the Terminator uh, live event that they did was awesome. I think that was showing like, okay, that was showing like what they could do. And I was like, okay, if they keep up events like this, then uh, they got me. That was really fun. You got some great takeaway weapons from it. Um, a lot better than the Predator uh, thing that they did. Um, that Terminator live event was just amazing. You know, Javi, what you think? Yeah, yeah, that Terminator, it was, it was definitely uh, compared to the Predator uh, stuff that they did. It was like me and Pitch, you know. It was good. It was good. It was good. Uh, yeah, m maybe, maybe. Uh, there's been so many uh, Terminator movies they can expand on. You know, there's there's only been one Predator movie, but um, yeah, they should definitely do more things like that. Uh, yeah, that's that's that. Yeah, Paco said in the chat that the event, he enjoyed that event. The event was fun. I didn't play it. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. It didn't really call my attention. I know that in Wildlands, we did play the Predator when we was hunting the Predator. Um, but in, in Ghost, it just, I don't know. I like the game a whole lot. Um, but the event for the Terminator didn't call my attention. Um, I can agree with you guys with the gear score. Like I said a moment ago, I was like, eh, certain things that I have a problem with, with, with ghost is really the, uh, the crafting, like the crafting makes no sense at all. You can collect material and, yeah. or you can purchase That's the work. material um even customizing your weapons it, it felt artificial you know it felt like you was doing minimal changes but no real unique or specific changes to your gear so i really didn't care it's like every time i picked up a new weapon or got a blueprint i, I just went and crafted it um or if it was a higher quote unquote gear score and i just kept doing that until I got enough gear score to do the uh, the events that I needed to do, and that was it. I didn't give it a second thought. The stats and all that other stuff. That's why I'm curious about this immersion game mode. I mean, it's well, gonna do away with do that. Right. that. That water canteen too. Get yeah, that, that whole canteen. water canteen bit. That was stupid. Oh, that was crazy. But you know what though? If they take, and I'm sorry, Jay, I didn't mean to, but just to chime in on what you said with that immersive mode. So the first Ghost Recon has a mode like that, right? And you talk about Wildlands. Literally, I think Wildlands. Yes, Wildlands had a mode like that. You got one life. So if you die, that's it, right? Now, next to that, they also did something where uh, you start off from scratch. You have, uh, certain things are very limited. It was a lot more realistic. And when I played that gameplay, I was like, yo, this is hot. Like, this is dope. Like. It actually makes you, when you go up on the base, like actually take your time, like do some real recon. And it felt, it felt more 
halting. I think in like when you got to a level in breakpoint, there was a level that you got to where it's like you didn't care anymore. What stealth or loud, it is what it is. Everybody's going down. You know, with division, you you were strategic about every point you hit because you you know that okay, this is about to get crazy. So we need to be strategic. We can't just be running in there like anything. And I think that you know, even in Wildlands, Wildlands had that aspect. So I think that even the fact that you know Breakpoint didn't come with that, that's the part where they fell at. It just you know, it just felt like an ordinary shooter. It's like eh. Yeah. You know, I got this tough gun and it is what it is. Yeah, it's like it's like Ghost Recon lost its identity, what it what it has always been. And was just, you know, a mix up of a bunch of other things they were just experimenting with to who knows, who knows what they were thinking. But, you know, they went back to the drawing board, released this. I might jump back into it, but um, shifting gears again, still talking about Ubisoft, um, that Warlords, that Warlords of New York City. I think all of us here have played it. What are y'all thinking about that? Don't everybody jump in at once. <laughs> uh, Warlords is good. I mean, uh, like a, it's like a whole new game. Uh, I think they can expand it a little more on it. Because, what, the, what the 30 bucks? Uh, I don't think it's worth it. Okay. But... But you know, you do get your, you know, your five bad guys you gotta get, you know. Um, but then after that, it's like, that's it. You know, you want more. Okay. Um, maybe they should have expanded the map out, not limited to just the five lieutenants. Because mm -hmm. um, DC is bigger than, than the New York. Portland. It is. Mm -hmm. it's, it's way bigger. Mm -hmm. um, Maybe maybe they should have taken their time, or maybe they should have just came out with a complete other game called Division Three, you know, New York, and done it like that. Right. Well, how, what does anybody else think? Or oh, oh, Javi, I'm sorry, I don't know if I cut you off or not. All right. How, everybody else who played it in here, what, what do y'all think? Y'all with Javi on this or? How much of the game have you played? You know, has it has it kept your attention past the uh, story? Um, fighting the five lieutenants. I'm not gonna spoil anything. Try not to spoil anything in case no one has uh, gotten that far. But uh, what do y'all think? Let me let me go ahead and be straight. I have Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I played it with most of you cats. I've well, never beat the game. I haven't beat a single lieutenant. Well, we're not talking I, about Breakpoint. We're talking about Warlords. Oh, NYC. Oh, we Oh, we on Division? Yeah, Division. Oh, what do you think about Warlords? <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, I like Division, and they just and they're about to drop a patch, a patch update tomorrow. Right. Um, I think the game is awesome. I've been a Division fan for a long time. It's sexy to me, so I'm good. So you good past the, past the story, that you know the five lieutenants. We're not gonna spoil it for anybody. Um, but past that. How do you feel about the game? Did it open up? Did it offer anything that just caught your attention and said, hey, I'm going to come back and play this? W what do y'all think? 
I still play the game. I still go back and I play it now. It's hard to find people that want to play it, but I think it's a great game. I think they expanded it. I think they added more new weapons. I mean, every time a game like Division comes out, it needs a fix here, it needs a fix there, but what MMO massive multiplayer game doesn't? How y'all feeling about seasons? Cause that, you know, that's something they implemented in uh, in Division now. Like they have over here on uh, on Ghost, on Breakpoint, the seasons. I don't like the fact I that think... I got to pay for it. Okay. I think it. I think it has a nice element, but the fact that you gotta pay. I think an update like that is something that should just, you know, eh, that's something you could grace us with, you know. Mm -hmm. But I, I like. I like. I like division. I've always liked division. Actually, that's where I, you know, got into a y'all brothers division. That's where I, I, I really like met everybody and you, you know y'all welcomed me into the fold, so to speak. Um, you know, with that being said, though, I love the intensity of it because I think every single night we were playing, it was like, man, this is intense, mm. intense. Like we got to get here, we gotta, we gotta do this. Um, I with with the new Warlords DLC, I love the story. I really, I really feel like it's it's gripping, even though I haven't played much of it. I like it. However, my one little thing is about it is that once you start it you're stuck in it until you finish yeah that is that part i don't like once you go to new york you can't leave new york until you finish it yeah I friends, you know they want you to play the well i mean yeah but I mean, i'm i'm but, with nate you know they shouldn't I, I, like trap you somewhere to just experience the content think about it now when y'all are playing now i can't play with y'all so if mm -hmm. you guys have have went ahead i can't play with you. if you're i think that it would have been better if you know it made you hop around just a little bit and because i think to the gamer it opens it up a lot more it gives you it it, it it gives that illusion of oh man i'm traveling to two states like this game is huge like right oh, which you don't to new york and I gotta go track this guy down here. Like, mm -hmm. imagine looking for clues to find out this lieutenant, and you gotta bounce back and forth between New York and DC just to find this guy. Right. There's so much more, you know, right. meat. However, well, you know, being stuck in a five block radius to find things, it's like, okay, well, I found the first guy. I know where he's at. So basically, I do these three missions and I find him. It's like okay, eh. it just didn't. It didn't give me that. Uh, you know, it's a DLC, yeah. but I, I think it would have been awesome to to open it up a little bit. That's mm -hmm. just my theory. Mm -hmm. And I agree I with you, one hundred and ten percent. Go ahead, Javi. What were you gonna say? I, I didn't know you were trapped in New York. I think uh huh. You go back to DC. Yeah, you are. Time. Yeah. Um, but as far as the subscriptions. Um, I think that could work if each, because uh, subscriptions don't, I, when you say that, I think about Rainbow Six, and I'm like, who has paid for year two or year three or year four or whatever <laughs> mm -hmm. year they're on? I don't think nobody. Oh, um, no, you're wrong about that. 
Rainbow well, Six is a very yeah. big esports game now, so people are yeah. paying. Yeah, and I just want to jump in here, guys, and say that because I don't want to ignore the chat. Paco says it would probably be better if they do a season pass thing that includes all future maps. Now, there is that, you know, there is a season, uh, the year one pass. And, you know, so, so that is something that exists. What I'm talking about is the... Uh, the the seasons that they've included like like in breakpoint and there's two tracks on that there's the one that you don't have to pay nothing you can play the game you can grind the game and you'll get you know whatever you know your cheat your achievements and stuff like that whatever and then there's the pay track that adds additional content so it's not like you have to purchase it that's you know, volunteer. Yeah, but so I, I just want to bring clarification him? on that. I mean, because usually when when it's something like that, like uh, that you have to pay for something, well, what is it like? They give you sixteen thousand credits, uh, or they give you a gold gun, and you're just like, wow. Yeah, no. Okay. What they give you is like cosmetic stuff, skins. Um, yeah, stuff like that, and what they've said in their uh, state of the game um, is that that content, once the season is done and whatnot, um, it's gonna eventually be put into the uh, RNG pool, so you can actually be playing the game and you can get that stuff as well. You got an opportunity to get it, so it's not like. Sorry. It's gonna be locked away, you know, behind paid content. You're not getting items that are gonna cause you to, you know, uh, not not pay to pay to win. So yeah, I just wanted to just to just be clear on that. I'm not sure if you guys were like aware of that or not. So, but I agree with you guys as far as being stuck in New York and not being given the the option to leave new york until you finish the content that that's kind of but you do get again without spoiling you do get the opportunity the game does open up after you beat all the lieutenants like that's when you realize the content that's really there so if you haven't gotten to that then maybe you should hold on and maybe your opinion might change afterwards I don't know. Have you guys finished it? I'm still going through it, but I, I just kind of feel like, and I and I get it. I I get it. it. It's I think it's just the way of the world when it comes to games like that. You know, mm -hmm. you have to get to this level or to this thing in order to open up the game to its fullest capacity. You know, um, you know, you got to get to this gear score. You know, in Division One, it was the infamous hey when you get to this level then you can open up all the tiers and you can really you know experience this and experience that so i mean i get it um but i just i still don't like the fact like as far as the story just being stuck uh, it, it doesn't um yeah i just wish that you could hop back and forth and give me the option of saying hey i want to go to new york and do this or hey i want to go back and do this mission and I understand why you do it, but it's like being held captive there. And then say if I'm telling somebody, 
yo, you got to get this game, man. I just got this DLC. They get the DLC, but they're not at the point where they can jump in or whatever. Then it's like, I can't talk to you. I can't play with you because I'm stuck in New York. Right. Or I they fired up the DLC and they're like, oh, crap. I wasn't prepared for this. I need to go back to Washington and, and get and get ready. Nope. No, you can't. You there. Right. Unless right. you uninstall it and then reinstall it again. Right. Well, but the, the thing is, with Warlords of New York, you're getting level boosted, new gear, and you're, you're only playing the game for what? A couple of hours? No, but I get what he's saying, Jay. Like, for you and me, like when you and I went through the content, yeah, it's a couple of hours because we smashed that thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, the content for us was no thing because we jumped on it and we smashed it but when you don't have like the time and you jump in let's say on a friday night and you're gonna play an hour or two and unless you got some help you're not gonna smash it like that <laughs> you know what i'm saying um it's gonna take you a little bit so but i agree 100 percent with nate it shouldn't have like locked you in um you know or walled you it should have gave you the option like okay you could come back to new york and continue the hunt you know because the content is there and i agree with that like i don't want content to lock me into something and say no you can't go nowhere until you beat this boss or pass this level or clear this area like i don't like when games do that i mean unless the game is built that way and division did not have to be built that way like at least for this content i i don't think it was a good move and and i agree well either way they they gotta make it interesting for people to come back i mean if you didn't like warlords guess what you wasted your 30 dollars and all you would have did is stayed in washington so mm. the fact that they made you experience new york i'm not gonna complain yeah not at all but it's I'm not it's right not the experience jay like it's i flew in from washington into new york but now i can't go back to washington until i take right. down these lieutenants and their boss like you know what i'm saying like like put yourself in these shoes like what, what, let me let me let me jump in here good i'm almost I got one lieutenant and the big boss. Now, Paco was asking me the other day about it, and you know we were talking about it, and and if I wanted to, I, you see, I didn't know you were stuck. So let's say Paco was like, well, let's jump on division, play a little bit. I would have said okay, and I would have had to tell him, uh, I can't play. Uh, I don't know why. Right. I'm stuck that's, in New York or whatever. That's the point. <laughs> Well, here's my, well, here's my, here's my counterpoint. If you are stuck and you want to get out, why wouldn't you call or contact End Time, me? But what if you don't have those people, Jay? That's the point. What if you don't have nobody? What if you have nobody? Right, 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 right. That's the point. Right. Yeah. Play with randos. Come on now. What if you don't want to play with randos? Then what are you buying the game in the first place for? Brother, Listen, how many Jay, people play playing. the division solo? Come on now. Come on I now. Okay. That okay. So but that's but that's my point, Jay. What if 
you never met somebody what if you just play solo you got no friends you a hermit you don't socialize whatever like that's the point you got some problems if that's the case but 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 you know where i'm coming from brother like like i understand what they're saying like like javi just made a valid point he had no idea that he was stuck that he had to complete the content why because he's playing with us right but if he was gonna invite paco or paco better yet said hey i want to get back into the division but paco doesn't have warlords of new york and javi said yeah go ahead man i'll jump in with you we'll run some missions in dc and javi boots up the game he's gonna be in new york he can't go to washington even if Paco invited him into the game, he can't go back because he didn't finish the content. And my thing, just to add to that, think about it. Me and Javi can be like, oh, so then, okay, hey, well, let's help each other because we're both stuck in New York. Okay, fine. Let's play with some randos. I played with a rando the other day, and we were failing at this one part. Next thing you know, all I hear is, uh, you are now the party leader. So that dude left me in the middle of... Uh, of a boss fight and i was just like all right i'm right like then but think about it this way it to me it creates that whole it's that whole destiny feel again it goes back to that whole destiny feel again like oh man you ain't you ain't on this level dang man what we about to do is raid without you bro exactly get back you know what i mean and then and then it's kind of just like all right and i mean and, and let's just let's just forget about us and forget about like our viewpoint if i'm gonna make it for people and i'm trying to sell this dlc and make it worth their while i'm gonna open it up i'm not gonna wall you in because i'm i'm shooting myself in the foot because think about it if you if your games are gonna sell itself because you're gonna have friends who are gonna say yo get that we can play together oh i can love you up real quick oh nah i can't because I'm stuck here in this level, you know. Then it's just like, okay, it, yeah, you're you're not really, you're not gonna you're not gonna push it out that much. That's a perspective. I'm, I mean, me, it is what it is. Eventually, I'll get to it and I'll beat it. Now I know how he got it. You know, hey, well, we'll probably I'll go ahead and do that. We'll probably persuade Paco to go ahead and get it, get the DLC, so that way the three of us can do it. We know ways around it. We can do it. Yeah, it is and, what it is, but and I'm here that, that I'll be willing and Jay's here is willing to play the content again and again and again. Like we don't care. Like I enjoy it. But I get yeah. where you're coming from and saying if you're not that cat that has people, you know, you're that solo guy, that solo player, um, and and randos is, is a no go. Like I don't I don't play with randos. I don't. I've never played with a rando, so I mean Listen to me talking about randos. I, <laughs> I mean, well, think about it this way: that night, me and you, Jay, were talking, and then you had—I guess we had an emergency, so you left. There was a rando in there playing with with me, and then he just bucked and left. So once my the rando left, right. and I was in a tough situation, I was just like, "Well, time for me to go too, because exactly. I ain't gonna beat this level without help." Exactly. And I know that there's that, games. That, that, that. Go ahead, Hobby. Yeah, that's how Division could could actually could actually um, make a little more money too. If, if every downloadable content was a new city, you know, a new major city, that would be Austin, Chicago, 
you know, do Atlanta, do LA, that downloadable content all day, you know, right. lower the price point a little bit and just have like, oh, you need to airlift to LA, you need help over there, blah, 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 they need some, some ghosts over there. That's, that will. And it's not ghosts, it's agents. <laughs> Got the wrong game. But I'll tell you this. I call them. I call them all ghosts. But I'll tell you this. They're all ghosts. And me. that that you just said, Javi, um, is something that might be a reality because in the game, if you hear some of the NPCs talking, sometimes, um, they mention, they ask, I wonder how things are in Boston, and I've heard, I wonder how things are in Jersey. So, it might be areas that they're looking to explore. But, uh, you know, I mean, that's another topic for another time. And, but, but you guys bring up a, a good point. And I don't know if it's Activision still does it. That they kind of, like, separate the Call of Duty community by, you know, locking some, some of their uh, stages, like, behind, like, a pass or something. So, like... You know, it won't be in your map rotation for Call of Duty or whatever if you don't have like a certain package or something. I don't know if that's if that's correct or not. Somebody talk to me about that if y'all know better than me. I don't know nothing about that. But you know, those practices are out there that you know it's like I think like uh we just mentioned the game Destiny got wise to it. And they were like, hey, you know what? We don't want to fracture the community. You know, we don't want anyone to be missing out on content. So we're not going to make people, you know, buy this. Because if you don't have it, then you can't play on the PvP side. And they just made it available to everyone. You know? But some companies do that. They go, hey, we got this Mac pack, map pack. excuse me, And if you own it, but your friends don't own it. And the map well, comes up, you ain't gonna be on that map. <laughs> I never really sat down and played Destiny, but I've heard stories from Destiny has that have played it. But from my perspective, what what could the division learn from Destiny? I mean, I think they've already been learning a whole bunch. Implementation's another thing, because at the end of the day, and I said it a few episodes back. I hate Ubisoft and Massive because when you heard the community talking about, oh, we want to see this and this needs to be fixed and this needs to be patched and they need to include this and they need to take away that. How long was that conversation and some of those topics out there and it felt like they're not listening? Like, they're just doing their own thing and then they release this warlords of new york and they bring a bunch of stuff that we wanted and it's like come on you know you could have said something like hey we're working on this and it's coming up we can't get into details but we're hearing you we didn't hear none of that we just kind of like saw them stone-faced pretty much just mm -hmm. saying oh yeah we know but let's tell you what we're working on like it wasn't really communicated i don't know well, i just i felt ignored <laughs> well you're not i'm sure you're not the only one that feels that way but i mean 
for most companies, the idea is to make money. And they accomplished what they set out to do, which was make money. Regardless of we like it or not, if you like the content and you're going to buy the content, they made their money. Period. Yeah, and we know that. Yeah. I mean, we know and we can conclude. Let, let's be honest. I'm just going to be 100 right now. Every podcast that talks about gaming or talks about any sort of service, entertainment, we can end every show and every podcast with the same words that you just said, Jay. At the end of the day, they're going to make money. If you like the content, you buy it. Yeah, we could. We talking about, for argument's sake, you know what? We know that. We're not stupid. We're educated consumers. Some of us are more passionate than others about gaming and this and that and the other, blah, blah, blah. But this is what we would like to see. And this is the changes. And you know what? I want to believe that there are some developers out there that do hear, you know, their fans. And they don't go the path that some of these other developers had gone. Look at us talking about PlayStation tonight. You know, the thing that makes me upset about PlayStation, it's not that they're not a good company. They're Sony, okay? They make amazing games. They make amazing products. I've enjoyed Sony products before PlayStation, okay? But the thing is, when you get cocky and you start riding that horse and your poop don't stink, Sooner or later, you're going to get knocked upside your head. And I don't want to see Sony, Xbox, Nintendo get so high-minded that they fail. I don't want to see none of these companies fail. But the flip side of that is, okay, if you're going to be cocky, if you're going to be nasty in your practices, guess what? I might be one of a hundred million but you ain't getting my money and I'm gonna let you know what I feel. I'm not just gonna fold over and be like, you know, it is what it is. Cause it ain't what it ain't. <laughs> that's how I feel about but it. That's that's one-on-one. I think that's business one-on-one. I mean, you can even take it back. Look at a lot of other companies who they, once they hit the mountaintop, they said, well, shoot, who cares now I'm on the mountaintop. So I don't need to do this no more. Let's talk about uh let's talk about sears sears was known forever because they listened to the customer they gave everything to the customer it was hey you can bring it you know what we got you You bring it back we got you because it got that logo on there we got you got them a lot of lot of traffic but the minute somewhere on the top they got there and they were like you know what nah i ain't got to change fam i ain't got to change nothing because we sears we already, we already, we got decades behind us. I ain't, it speak for itself. We ain't got to change nothing, fam. You, you know, Nate. And slowly it deteriorated, deteriorated, deteriorated until now. Look at it. Where yeah, can yeah. you find one within 50 no, miles? You can't. Where can you, you find one? You know what? Because they deteriorated off the block. Yeah. You know what? And, like, and uh, pride come before the fall. Yeah. Pride come before the fall. And, and I'm going to say this, and maybe this is going to be the rant to end it, <laughs> but GameStop would not be 
in the position that they're in right now where they have to come out of their face and say, oh, we can't close our doors because we're an essential <laughs> business during this time of crises. Oh, no, you're man. not, fam. No, you're not. No, you're not a pharmacy. You're not a grocery store. You're not a Walmart. You're a game business. And I can get all your games digitally. And I love the manager in my GameStop, in my local GameStop. I don't want them to fail. But why do they have to go? Why do they have to convince themselves and come out of their face and put their employees in jeopardy and say, nah, y'all ain't going to close. And if the cops come around, y'all cite this like law or something that FEMA put out that are exceptions. And you tell them, no, we're an essential business. Nah, fam, you fooling yourself. Nah, <laughs> That's they, not happening. They finally, they finally shut happening. it. No, they listen, brother. They shut it down. You know what they did? Because I don't know if you got the email. They shut it down, but they ain't shut down. You can actually nope. call them and say, hey, you got this game? Or you could go online. You can order it to the store, and then you go to the store. You call them, and you say, hey, I'm going to go pick up my game. And they're at the store. And they will bring you the game to the door. They ain't closed. They modified. You know it, 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 it ain't that serious. They Game can't close their stores. They hey, can't. Listen, I'll tell you what, though. <laughs> they can't. Yeah, do them digital time. games go on sale. They gonna be. They ain't gonna be making nothing. <laughs> but, but all I gotta say, because I didn't want to go on a rant, but we know, like, we can be, we can be real both ways. Is what I'm trying to say. Like, we can say, okay, it is what it is. But I'm a flip it because I mean, drama free gaming. It is what it says, and it says what it is. It is what it is. But then I'm gonna say, at times. No, it ain't what it ain't. I'm not accepting it. That could be your truth and your reality, but no. No, because we still got a bunch of other companies out here and other other people in other industries doing the right thing and got the following. Now, so that's all I'm going to say. You guys, we're going to do outros, but I'm going to let y'all speak your piece and then we bouncing out of here. Go ahead, Nate. Open up. Nah, I was going to say something, but I think it was going to jump down the rabbit hole and prolong this. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to stretch it past that. No, no, no. But I'm just going to say this, though, because I, I feel like I have to. Go ahead. You know, when you're talking about PlayStation, we're talking about companies that are doing right. Just watching one video and just hearing the mindset of the upper heads of Xbox and what where their track, their, their mind track is, their way of thinking is i'm like okay they got a vision them boys got a vision they mm -hmm. gonna go somewhere with this system mm -hmm. that's all i'm gonna say Be and i'm like they doing it right they already got me for the next one just based mm -hmm. on just that mindset and that vision that they're carrying out i mean and that's when you know that's when a company does it right you know because after all that is what that is what the debate's been yeah who who has longevity it's a quest to, yeah. to longevity as a company and um that's it you know is when you you look beyond the product and you look at you look at how long your features and benefits will serve 
the person that you're giving that product, that is where longevity comes in, you know. But if it's only going to be good for a certain amount of time, and then you know that you're going to have to make another product to do what that can't do, you you that's on you know that's what we call living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, you know yeah. you're living product to product basically until your product is obsolete. Then guess what? Your company's obsolete. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that was my uh, that was I'm gonna get off the soapbox. Well, I, so, I appreciate it, but you know hole. what? The the thing that puts a fire under me is the damage control that you hear people from one side still trying to throw shade and like you said at xbox and xbox is hitting all the right buttons and you still hear people who unfortunately you know want to be fanboys and they're like well it ain't about teraflops no more it ain't about power it's about games i don't want to hear that because the narrative like i said in 2013 oh my box resolution is more powerful than yours that's what i heard i was there and now it ain't about that because the specs came out because xbox said all right you punched us in the face we fell flat on our face we goofed we messed up i ain't making no excuse for xbox xbox sucked when it came out (laughs) it sucked (laughs) it sucked i hated the connect i hated shouting at my tv i hated the box itself it had no games okay I went and and bought a PlayStation. I traded my Xbox in and went and bought a PlayStation because there was no games on the Xbox. Okay? I'm the first one to admit it. But now because of the circumstances, they said not only are we going to turn ourselves around, but we're going to do the right thing. And now they're hitting all the right buttons. All I'm saying is let's give props to where props is due. Don't tell me that it ain't about teraflops because Xbox Series X is going to smash the PlayStation. The specs are out. It's going to smash PlayStation. Now, let's see with the games. We know hardware is going to smash it. And it's not a minimal difference. Anybody that tells me, oh, it's a minimal difference. No, it's not. You don't know Uh, what you're talking about. Okay. Y'all don't know. (laughs) Y'all don't know. There is a big power difference if you go build a pc you would know but since you don't know you don't know anyways the games i want to see the games and i'm confident that xbox with 15 studios is going to produce a couple of games i'm just saying that's all i'm saying aside from third party games which are on both systems but anyways outros Javi, thank you for being on the panel. What are you going to be doing with your life moving forward? All I'm saying is that Sony better start bundling TVs. (laughs) (laughs) You might be right. You might be right. That was killer. You might be right. As a gamer, I'm worried for Sony. Sony lost their CEO or their CEO rode off into the sunset or he was ejected from the pilot seat. Whatever happened. I don't know what happened. The story never came out. But um, Ryan is his name. What's his face? Uh, uh, Jim Ryan. Bro, the brother, like, I don't know. 
don't know. He used to be the head of uh, what's his company? Uh, the one that made Horizon. Gorilla is a is a developer. He got bumped up to CEO. The the brother got as much personality as like paint. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just. I, you know, he just, I've never seen him crack a smile, crack a joke. Like, I mean, that's not a knock at him. It's like every time I've seen him, he's just dry. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's anti-gaming. Who knows? Anyways, but whatever, whatever. Javi, we'll see if Sony starts packing uh, TVs with their new PlayStation 5s. I'll go get one. If the price is right, <laughs> we'll see. The incentive. Oh, Bill. <laughs> What's up, uh, Jay? Let's do this outro. This outro. Uh, what you gonna be doing with your life? Uh, well, <laughs> first off, those of you who have to deal with the C virus, I wish you good luck and good gaming. Because what else you got to do with your life? But either watch Hulu, which is acting like it's smoking crack. Oh my gosh. Or game. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. Yeah, guys, no. test out your uh, internet every day. Do a speed test because <laughs> they might be throttling it. That's just a reality. That everybody's family is okay. I know I'm getting a little serious at this point, but we, we had a great discussion, and I just want to wish the families out there. Whether you're hurting or you're not hurting, stay safe. Do the right things. Look out for your neighbor. And always achieve the high school in gaming. Can't forget about that. Yeah. But, but otherwise, you know, I'm looking forward to Resident Evil 3. I'm looking forward to Final Fantasy Remake. That's why I got a PlayStation 4 as well. Um... I'm always easy to find you guys, please. Oh, I want to say, by the way, also to those who pay attention and listen, thank you for uh, the hundred. Oh, you yeah. know, it's been a, it's been a while, <laughs> you know, please feel free. If you want more content, if there are things you want, leave a comment. We definitely see it. We definitely will read it. Whether we respond or not, can't give you an honest answer on. I do, but I respond. Well, he'll respond. <laughs> I respond. might respond. I might not. I don't know. Cause you know, I got kids, but anyway, <laughs> no excuse, but I just want you guys to have a great day. All you guys here, take care of your families, game hard, show some love. Most definitely. It is a time that, uh, you know, we can just uh, buckle down, do what we need to do, take care of our own, take care of our neighbor. Um, you know, we're going to ride this through. Gaming is just that. It's fun. We get passionate about this hobby sometimes and we say what we say. But I think we say it from a place where we just want to see things better for everybody. And uh, like I said, and I'll continue saying, I don't want no one to uh, fail. I want these companies to thrive, but do what's right, you know, do what's right. And I'm not going to be one that's going to fold my arms and say, uh, oh, it is what it is. And I accept it. Nah, that's not me. That's just not my style. 
Anyways, guys, you can catch us, like I said before, on Mixer.com forward slash uh, end time. That's X-E-N-D-X-E-I-M-E-X. That's my gamer tag as well on PlayStation and on Xbox, even though on, on PlayStation, I don't play online. I play only solo games on that. Um, Dark Dad 99 on Mixer. Please give him a follow. I would appreciate that as well. Thank you for the 100 plus subscribers. We are a variety stream. We do this podcast at least once a week. You will find this podcast soon enough at anchor.fm forward slash DFG podcast. That's something that um, I just opened up today and that will push out this podcast to other platforms. I believe uh, Spotify is one of those, Nate. You, you're more familiar with this, right? Spotify and what else? Yeah. It'll yeah. push it out. It'll Wait, push it out. So it's that, pretty much everywhere. Yeah. So it makes it yep. available? Or? It's going to make it available audio. And, of course, wow. if you want to catch the video, then you need to tune in to YouTube.com forward slash drama free gaming. Uh, also, I've put links to my Discord to the community there, DFG, um, come hang out with us. And there'll be a channel there also where you'll see all the uh, video of the podcast as well. So I'll leave that link there in the chat, whether you're on YouTube or on Mixer catching this, just hit the button and uh, come hang out with us. We're just a bunch of gamers just doing life together. Anyway, guys, appreciate you being here. We're going to finish this up by saying, as always, keep your gaming and keep your life, especially your life, drama-free people. Later.